0: Hi, friends. This is Joy. Welcome to my family room. (laughs) I'm sitting here. I don't have kids with me right now. They're at my friend's plane, which now that I remember uh, my other podcast, my other talk that I had with you where I was saying I'm back, um, I said they're at my friend's house. I don't do this often, just so you know. I don't get rid of my kids. They just It just happened to be. And quite honestly, this is when I think of being able to talk and visit with you is when I don't have distractions. I don't mind background noises if I need to be interrupted. And one of my kids asked me a question because quite honestly, I'm, I'm a mom, stay at home mom, stay at home wife. Um, we homeschool our four kids. We do everything at home, you know? So I'm here a lot with my children, but, um, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about what, um, I was learning this morning in my time with the Lord, uh, if you are in a season that you can wake up earlier than your kids and, uh, make yourself a cup of tea or coffee and read God's word, watch a video, something like that that has to do with, um, learning from the truth, um. I would highly recommend it it's just been changing my life ever since my kids are sleeping through the night it's been such a wonderful season that i'm in so um i happen to stumble upon matthew uh maybe it's in matthew 12. i should actually just look it up um so i was reading in matthew because i just love reading the gospels i'm matthew mark luke john and Because I get to know who Jesus is, you know, and it's just a great way to fall in love with him. So, um, I was reading, okay, it was past, okay, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to find the exact scripture reference because I, I, hold on, 1511, um, let's see, Okay, so it looks like I can't find it. But um, it's in Matthew. It was talking about leaven. Now, I looked up the uh, definition of leaven because I love doing that with certain words in the Bible just to, you know, I really want to learn. So I looked it up and it's, you know, a form of yeast, natural yeast. It helps um, rise, raise your bread. Um, Leaven was uh, used... Let's say you have sourdough starter on your counter like I do in a big jar. That, that would be a Form 11. It's natural yeast. It's yeast that comes out of the air. You know, someone just explained to me that on grapes, wild grapes, outside, grapes are, they have a white film on it. That's a yeast. Did you know that? I did not. Um, so there's natural yeast everywhere. There's yeast just hanging around our house in the in, in our house in the air, you know? But leaven, um, I happened to found, find a YouTube video and uh, he was explaining Passover, Feast of Unleavened Bread, and leaven. And I loved that um, because Passover is coming up. Um, I'm not sure the exact dates. Okay, I got interrupted. I'm sure you don't notice a, a lack of me not here if I get interrupted on this podcast, there's an option for me to push pause. My daughter called me from my friend's house just to say hi. Hi mom. She's seven. What are you doing? Well I'm reading. Okay. Well what are you doing? (laughs) Cute. Okay, so here we go. Back on track. Um I just did I wanted to make sure you knew if I if it sounded like I lost my train of thought it was for a reason, even though you didn't hear a pause. Um Okay, so let's see. Uh, Yes, it's coming. I don't know the exact dates. Um, Sometimes, you know, certain Jewish calendars list dates on um, Passover. But I've been hearing lately as we're in this journey of um, not celebrating Easter and Christmas, kind of learning the, not kind of, I need to stop saying that phrase, um, learning pagan roots behind holidays that were rooted in paganism and then slapped a, like Christianity took it over. Maybe maybe years and years ago, they had no idea what they were doing by calling it a Christian holiday. Um, But if you look up Easter, it will tell you the roots of it right away. I mean, if we live in a pagan, Ungodly world, you know what I mean, where it's few and far between that there are believers in Jesus, it's really easy to find um, the opposite, right? Sometimes it's harder to find the truth in things, but it's pretty easy if you want to look up uh, pagan things or witchcraft, things like that, right? Because I feel like it's almost encouraged in the world. Um, it, It was really easy to find the history of it. So I encourage you, if you feel led, to um, do some history on why and if you are celebrating Easter and Christmas. Um, Because roots do matter. They really do. So um, this will be our second Passover. And I know calendars are all different. So we probably will be doing it in the beginning of April. Last year was a wonderful one. And I think I have a podcast on our first Passover. And I just shared my heart about it. Uh, so this guy on YouTube was explaining leaven to me, leaven and pride. So I'm not going to be talking about Passover or unleavened bread in this podcast. I maybe will be doing that, um, as Passover is coming up. I would love to share what we're doing and learning, but right now I just want to share with you what I've been sharing with and uh, learning. And you know, what's great about the Lord is, um, you're going through something and maybe struggling yourself or with somebody else and something pops up whether it's a youtube video or a a bible verse or somebody's conversation with you and it, it, it is exactly on the topic that you're dealing with and you're like thank you lord so this one was on leaven and pride and how much pride can ruin us and ruin others. Um, so I'm just going to read a little bit from my notes and a little bit from scripture. So um, let's see. Let me, okay, let me just read through my notes a little bit and then I'll um, kind of go further on it. Um, Levin, um, I think this is Hebrew Sha Shaar. Um, that's the Hebrew word for leaven, shar. it means to leave or remain behind. Um, so if you think of leaven, they used to take, um, if you've ever made bread before, you know what dough looks like, they used to take a chunk out of it and put it in a different area, like in a bowl. And the next time they made bread, they would take a little chunk out of that bread and then put it in that bowl. And leaven, so to leave or remain behind, it's meant to be put away for the next time you make bread. Um, <clears throat> but in this instance, it was talking about um, spiritually, removing the leaven from your life. Uh, oftentimes when you read the Bible, you'll notice that a lot of it has to do with agriculture. A lot of Jesus' parables, a lot of the um, stories, a lo- it was an agricultural society. Um, so it's just natural to say leaven as an um as as an example. Um remove leaven from your life. So leaven is something that can spread, right? Whether it's good, whether it's light or whether it's darkness. Um oh, I think I found that Matthew scripture. Hold on a second. So Matthew, I've been really liking this gospel. Okay, so let's see here. Um, Matthew 16. I'm just going to read it because I think it's important as I'm talking here that we learn it's not just me talking. The um, 11 of the Pharisees and Sadducees. So Pharisees were somebody who always disagreed with Jesus whenever he taught. So Matthew 16, 5. When the disciples reached the other side. Um, okay, so we're, where were they? They were probably on a boat, right? So when the disciples reached the other side, they had forgotten to bring any bread. And Jesus said to them, watch and beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and Sadducees. And they began discussing it among themselves, saying, we brought no bread. But Jesus, aware of this, said, oh, you of little faith, why are you discussing among yourselves the fact that you have no bread? Do you not yet perceive? Do you not remember the five loaves of the 5,000 and how many baskets you gathered or the seven loaves of the 4,000 and how many baskets you gathered. Remember, Jesus just performed this miracle. It's like in chapter 15, right above this section, where they had few loaves of bread and few fish, and they had 5,000 people to feed, and they were able to feed everybody with leftovers because um, of Jesus blessing it and um there was abundance <clears throat> how is it that you fail to understand that i did not speak about bread he was not speaking about leaven of the bread so i said he said how is it that you fail to understand that i did not speak about bread beware of the leaven of the pharisees and sadducees then they understand understood that he did not tell them to beware of the leaven of bread but but of the teaching of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Beware of teaching that is not from the Lord. That's a good lesson, isn't it? So, um, let's see. In Proverbs 8.13, good, I have this marked. Eight thirteen Proverbs eight thirteen it says the fear of the Lord is hatred of evil pride and arrogance and the way of evil and perverted speech I hate pride and arrogance and the way of evil um, pride is saying I'm going to do things my way instead of Yah which is another word for God. So if I say Yah, it means God. Um, so are you, am I, are you doing things your way versus Yahweh's? If we are to be, I'm reading my notes, if we are to be a reflection of Christ, we will not have pride in the way. So if you think of Christ being the light, he's not darkness, he's light, right? He's Jesus Christ, he's Yeshua, He, We are supposed to be standing near him, and people are to see the reflection of Jesus on us, the light. People should notice something different about you because of your attitude, the way you carry yourself. You act different. You dress different. You talk different. You don't do things of the world. You're set apart. You may be made fun of, old-fashioned. Why would you want to do that? That's the hard way. Um, That's all being a reflection of Christ. So are you standing in the light? Are you a reflection? Um, I am to be a reflection. I can't help it. I am a reflection of Yeshua. Stand in his presence and we will will reflect it to the world. So you say to yourself every day, I think every morning we should say this, is it going to be my way or Yah's way? Y-A-H, Yah, God. Is it your way or God's way? That's humbling, isn't it? Um, So I know um, a lot of people, my husband always says um, he's trying to get out of the habit of saying he believes in Jesus. Instead, he knows Jesus because we can believe in Santa Claus, right? Um, But I don't know him. I don't even believe in Santa Claus. But you know what I mean? I don't want to just say I believe in Jesus. I want to say I know him. I know him. Because if we know him, we are going to try our best every single day to put pride away so we can shine the light to others. So follow the way. So we are so people. In Jesus' days, if they followed Jesus, and even after he died, they were considered people, um, they were called the way. They were people of the way. I want to be labeled that today. Well, what do you believe in? Well, I believe in the way. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, it, said, it says in the Bible. So follow the way, children of the light. Um, good example, Adam and Eve. They wanted to do things their way, right? And then this guy on in YouTube, he talked about uh, generational curses, evil spirits. I do believe in generational curses. Um, I believe in generational curses could be such thing as depression. It could be pride. It could be affairs, divorce. It could be suicide, um, generational curses. I do believe it's true. Um I actually, to be honest, um, and vulnerable, I saw it in my family and I noticed it really early on and I prayed against it right when Aaron and I got married, that it would stop. It wouldn't continue in our family or our children's generation, kind of like the phrase, the buck stops here. Um, it stopped. So, and I am very confident that it did because I prayed that in Jesus' name. So, and that was divorce for my family. Um, about three generations of it. Um, And that is nothing to joke around about. It's serious business. So if you see anything in your line of your family right now, as in your relative family, not your immediate family that you're sitting in right now with your husband and kids or just husband or no husband, um, you pray against those, you can. That's spiritual warfare. You can say, I recognize the roots of divorce in my family and it will no longer um, continue in my family in Jesus's holy name. It is not to continue. Um, I pray protection over us and my kids and name your kids and name your husband. Or maybe you notice something in your husband's family that has been carried down. You, um, you pray against that and the Lord will hear you. So there we go. Generational curses. That is people doing it my way, not Yah's way. Um, yeast, it's a version of feeding off my soul. A desire to do things my way. All, here comes the pride stuff. All curses hang off of pride. Ugh. Doesn't that sound awful? All curses hang off of pride. A desire to do things my way. I circled my. Mm. So the moment you defend yourself. Okay, he, he gave an a, a illustration um, of a wall, the moment. So if you think of pride, the moment you defend yourself, you are behind a wall, which is darkness, not the light, but darkness. So oftentimes, you know, as a married couple, I really want to be right. Let's say I am right. Um, and I'm going to try defending myself or let's say I'm wrong and I'm going to try to defend myself and I get angry and I get, I want to, dig my heel in the sand. um, I'm kind of entering a place of darkness, aren't I? That's not reflecting Christ. We may say, you know, let's talk about this in a little bit. I'm feeling a little bit um, angry at the moment. Um, And you come back and talk about it. I know I've done that. And boy, that has helped me. Instead of like acting out in the moment, I will never, never look back and go, wow, I'm so glad I said all of those things straight out of my mouth, whatever I thought of. No, I always regret regret it. I never regret taking time to calm down. Okay. Um, Pride will ruin you. (laughs) That's in my notes. Pride will ruin you, period. Humble yourselves. Um, He said, um, the Lord will place people in our way. In our way. People. I wrote down people are the filter. So imagine the people around you right now, your kids, your family members, your sister, your brother, people, the filter, whether you will humble yourselves before him. How many examples, if we are in a group of people that maybe we're not super chummy with, or maybe we are, and someone steps on our toes, literally, are we going to always act out in anger? Are we going to realize It was a mistake that they stomped on our foot, or maybe they did it on purpose. Are you still going to act out in anger or go, hmm, I should probably pray for them because if they are that, well, sour, um, they must have a lot of things going on in their life. And one of them is pride. Um, I wrote down, if you're angry, there is pride. Where do I have the right to be offended? If you're angry, there's pride. So if we are angry, not you know angry at you know there you know the Bible says don't sin in your anger. It's okay to be angry about something, but let's say you're angry towards something somebody and how they responded to you. Um, you're just angry at somebody. I believe there's pride, don't you? And man, pride is the root of all evil. Even money is the root of all evil. Pride is, I believe, too. That will ruin you. And the reason why this resonated with me, I'll stop pretty soon here because I'm at about 20 minutes. Um, the reason why this resonated with me so much is because Passover is coming. And I was learning about unleavened bread. And what leaven is, is I see this destructive pattern In people this pride I was trying to pinpoint a certain group of people that I know what why what is it what is it that they act the way they do you know it's kind of nice fun to study people a little bit why do they act the way they do oh that's from their mom or or their dad or something but I see such destruction and almost like they're in this deep quicksand when pride comes. And it it takes over, don't you think? So just like light. So the yeast, right? Yeast spreads. The leaven spreads. So are we going to be the light that represents Jesus? Or are we going to be darkness? Because that yeast sure can spread too, right? And then it usually ends up in pride and anger and bitterness and I feel like sometimes people can get too used to being that way and we ha- we need to pray for them. I know I have some people that I'm praying for because I don't want them to stay that way because you know what's going to happen? Um, judgment. Whenever Jesus comes back, um, he is the one that judges us, right? Every word, every thought. That we had. We will be judged upon. So, did we heed this warning about pride? This isn't me pointing my finger at you and saying, you need to deal with this because I sure don't struggle. No, I was a really angry, prideful person once. I have healed so much. And I have only healed because I have submitted myself to Christ over and over and over again and repented over and over again. And I am enjoying the wonderful healing benefits of that today. And I know you can too. Get on your knees and cry out to him. If you are in that place where you feel prideful and anger, I think the most important thing is for us to recognize that we have it. I think it's more dangerous to say, "Oh, I don't have it, but you know, Tom over there has it. No, it's really important that you recognize it. I think that's the first step to healing. Don't you, is just recognizing it. I'm super angry. Okay. Well, how can I get rid of this anger? Cause I don't want this passed down to the next generation or I don't want to, um, stand in front of Jesus and go, mm-hmm. I sure was angry at every angry at everybody. Yep. That was pride. Well, how did that represent me, Joy? It it didn't. Let's not be there, right? So my way or God's way? My way or Yah's way? <clears throat> I want to do it Yah's way. How about you? <laughs> okay, I pray this is a blessing to you. Let me pray quick with you. Lord, I thank you for every single person that is listening today. May you... Speak to them, specifically how they need to hear about pride. Lord, continue to heal us from destructive thought patterns, from generational curses. Heal us from those. We don't want to stay in the darkness. We want to be in the light to reflect you, Jesus. Our time could be up really soon. And I know we don't want to stand in front of you. I wonder if we could have done better. I want to try today to do the best I can to reflect you and to get rid of that pride and darkness because it only eats away at us. I pray a blessing upon everybody that's listening and the marriages um, that are represented, that are hearing this. Um, I know the enemy wants more than ever to destroy marriages So I pray a blessing upon these marriages that are maybe going through a hard time right now, one of them and struggling in this area. Help us to lay down our, uh, our pride so we can pray for those that are really hurting and having a hard time in this area. Thank you for working on us. Help us to humble ourselves and always represent you. Jesus, we love you. In your holy name we pray. Amen. All right. We'll talk soon. Thanks for learning along with me.